When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Hayes and Scotty Cummings. Today, Paul Hayes, we in the chair for Tim Gossage. We are here for bedshed experts in temper mattresses, pillows and bases. For your temper, adjustable mattresses and bases, visit bedshed.com.au. And our next guest, he just does not sleep, particularly when it's com games or the Olympics. This guy was my saviour. He gives you the whole schedule whenever the Australians are swimming or running or jumping. He's the best in the business. He works for Code Sports as well. Lachlan McCurdy joins us on the line. Lachlan, welcome. Morning, boys. Good to be with you. You are the best. Take us back to the Olympics. You <laughs> must do so much work just mapping it out, all out for everybody lazy like me that just wants to see what's going on from an yeah. Australian perspective. Look, it's, uh, it was a good time zone. I'll definitely put it that way. It made it a lot easier. There were no late nights like we've been seeing with the, the World Cup recently. Uh, yeah, everything being finished by sort of 11 p.m. or so over on the East Coast made it a nice tight little package to be able to put everything together in. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it's great to follow. But uh, the Com Games in particular, that one was a, a little bit more rough. But we are back here in Australia. It's the FINA Swimming Championship. Short course, over 25 metres. Plenty of highlights mm, last night. Right up our alley. Nice. Yeah, it was uh, it was a really another successful night for the Aussies. Uh, three uh, wins, three world championships, and gold medals essentially. And Lani Pallister has kind of emerged as the star of this meet so far. Uh, she's uh, more of a long distance swimmer. We've seen her a lot in the eight hundred and fifteen hundred events. Um, she she missed out on Tokyo selection through a variety of various health issues and underperforming at trials. And she's really been able to step into her own uh, this week in Melbourne, which is fantastic to see. She obviously won the 400 on Tuesday, won the 800 last night, and then also captured off by swimming the anchor leg of the 4x200-metre world record uh, freestyle relay. So it was an absolutely fantastic two days for her. Lockie, how's Australia going at the moment, mate? It's sort of, I'm not sure if it's slipped under the radar, this, but there's a lot of other stuff going on. But how's Australia sit? How many medals we won? Gold, silver, bronze? Yeah, we are sitting on top of the table after two days, which Good. is uh, pretty fantastic. Um, we've got the five gold medals, three of which uh, Lani can put her name to, two silvers and two bronzes. And so, yeah, just one above the USA at the moment. And the USA have, haven't probably sent their, their strongest team out here. They've still got quite a lot of swimmers focusing on the long course stuff with the college system and things like that back at home. But the Aussies also have a lot of big names missing. You obviously look at the likes of Ariane Titmus, no Zach Sabody Cook, who's won pretty much every goal he can in the last couple of years. So, yeah, there's, it's not the, Australia's best team, but they're performing as well as ever, which is fantastic to see. Well, any team with Emma McKeon in it is an absolutely mm. strong team. She's still absolutely top of her game. Absolutely. She uh, created even more history, if that seems possible, because yeah. she just... Seems to have all the records to herself already on uh, the first night of competition swimming. Uh, a 49.96 second leg in the, the 4x50 metre, 4x100 metre freestyle relay. So no woman has ever swum a 
sub 50 second leg before in that relay and she's smashed it out of the park so yeah she continues to just keep getting better and better and chatting to her last night it's clear that she's basically gone I know I have more to achieve in this sport and that's why I want to keep swimming it's not because I want to achieve gold medals and things like that it's because I know I can get faster and I think that's a, a genuinely scary thought for anyone who's going to jump in the pool and any of the lanes next to her. There's some young stars that are popping up, though. Kaylee McEwen, we've seen a bit of her, though, but a gold in the 100-metre backstroke overnight. Yeah, Kaylee just continues to prove that she knows how to time her run perfectly. She, uh, the heat from the semi-finals weren't her greatest performance in that stroke, but she did what she needed to do to get through to the final. Was out in lane seven, and then, like we've become accustomed to in the Olympics and the Com Games, stormed home to, to claim gold over her, her compatriot, Molly O'Callaghan. Um, yeah, just a fantastically paced swim from lane seven. Uh, was sort of in those top three positions for a long time, but knew she had what it took in that final 25 minutes and just, yeah, adds another gold medal to her ever-growing collection. Hey, the 100-metre free, uh, men's freestyle finals, probably the, the signature, the marquee event, mm. uh, and Kyle Chalmers has qualified third and got a big, uh, uh, you know, I guess, a, a big showdown against uh, Romanian teen sensation, which is David Popovici. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic race nine. It's one of the first ones we'll see, that, that and the women's 100 metres. It's the marquee event. It's the, the one that's going to probably draw the biggest crowds here in Melbourne as well. And, yeah, Kyle Chalmers, just chatting to him in the mixed zone, um, looking at his demeanour around the pool, he just looks relaxed and calm. And while he hasn't had the fastest time yet, he's like kind of Kaylee in her swims, has done what he had to do to get through to the final. And it's going to be really interesting to see. Obviously, we know what... Um, David Popovich can do. Um, he, he set another world junior record last night. It's easy to forget that he still qualifies for those junior records, the amount of <laughs> amazing things that he's done. And, yeah, it's it's just kind of interesting that we've got this these two men, uh, I, I don't know what you want to call it, these two men who are leading the pack, but then out of nowhere, Jordan Crooks from the Cayman Islands has been the fastest swimmer all week. So there's a kind of a joker in the pack there who's trying to kind of disrupt this flow and, and win the Cayman Islands' first ever World Championship medal. So uh, keen to see what happens in that final tonight. Tell us a bit more about Isaac Cooper, 18 years of age. you got bronze in the backstroke. He's had some mental health challenges along the way as well, which is all the better. Yeah, we'll, most people will remember, obviously, just before the Commonwealth Games, that Isaac Cooper was one of the names in that squad but came home before uh, the event. Uh, there was, at the time, citing misuse of medication and then also, as you mentioned, kind of talking about the mental health problems. And, yeah, it's really interesting talking to him um, about how he was close to stepping away from swimming and really going, OK, this maybe isn't the sport for me, but he's stuck with it. He's worked hard with his family. He, he's worked through this difficult time. And to see him put on the performances he has this week, in the space of three races in this backstroke, he was able to take just under two seconds off his personal best. Um, and yet to win bronze from out in lane one was a fantastic achievement. And you could just see how excited he was last night. He, he was so happy that he was on that podium to know that all that hard work had been worth it. And I think the thing he was really proud of the most was being able to do it and have his family be proud of him because he said, I just wanted to do the Cooper name proud. And he, he had done that last night. As we head towards the next Olympics, give us two names, one male, one female, of who's going to pop up and be the biggest sensation at those games. Oh, biggest sensations. It's going to be very hard to tell. I mean, 
I'm looking forward to seeing Elizabeth Deckers in the Butterfly today. She's someone who has kind of just been continuing her, her rise in Butterfly. Obviously did well in the Commonwealth Games and gets a chance to, to show what she can do today. I think Isaac Cooper is going to go above and beyond um, in his stroke as well. And I guess Lani Palliser, now that she's had that chance of going and being the winner and being the world champion, I think the sky's the limit for her. Just before we let you go, is FINA changed their name? Are they now known as World Aquatics? Yes. Yes, they are. I mean, My goodness. It means we've got another uh, international body called WA. I think it's World Athletics. There's a few other ones. So, yeah, I think it's just wanting to kind of disassociate themselves from the past and FINA and also not sounding like FIFA, I think, which will help a little bit. World Aquatics. There's another that, WA. That was a good idea. There's another World WA out there called Western Australia. Yeah. We thought maybe don't go near that. <laughs> World Aquatics makes me think of, like, aqua aerobics for the elderly. I don't know why. <laughs> Thanks for your time, Lockie. Keep up the good work. You are a star. Anytime, boys. Lachlan McCurdy there. You can check his work out at Code Sports. But it's time for a news break. We're off to get a McCafe. Try McCafe's yeah, new blend. A muffin. It's love it. Bring me one. Aussie.